I say we jump right into it. Nate, you're quiet. What's going on? Just listening, man. We got yep, Nate and Carlos <laughs> back on again. You know what that means. It should be Getting warmed up. I'm, I'm saving my energy. Yes, it's going to be a long episode. Uh, <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question, Nate. <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> Already. Hey, guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, a.k.a. E-Dub in the house. So we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go Nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear. Go Nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Dion Primetime Sanders. Great Dion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I could, I could wake up to that greeting every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What is happening, guys? This is Logan Robinson from Here the Spear, presented to you by Noel Game Day. It is Thursday evening, December third. We're already in December, sweet Jesus. Uh, but we have a we have the whole crew back. The whole crew back is with us tonight. We don't have a game to preview football wise, but we have a basketball game to recap after last night's uh, Florida State's win over UNF. Over on the football side of things, we got a lot to talk about transfers. Potential transfers, um, guys opting out, uh, also a schedule change in Florida State's future here, their next opponents, and we got a lot of basketball to talk about too. So a busy, packed podcast, and we got the whole crew. The whole crew is back with us after the Thanksgiving holidays with me. Tonight, right down below is Austin Vizi, our lead basketball writer. The very bottom there is Carlos Williams, 2013 national champion, Delu is back with us in the in the house baby our lead writer and editor dustin lewis and then up at the top next to me is nate greer our lead recruiting insider Woo, man that's long but uh good evening titles we're back there's a lot of titles i mean that 2013 national champion one might be better um than dustin's but i mean i don't know <laughs> stretch don't do that don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, gentlemen? Did you have a good Thanksgiving with the family? Awesome. Yeah, that that, that answers <laughs> it. Just a long, a long silence. That answers it. Love seeing <laughs> the fam. Just, I, I mean, what do you want to say? Like, we just ate, ate, ate. I mean, I think that's kind of what took place. For guys, no, just, I think it's just that. That's all it is. Yeah, we just ate and watched basketball. That's all I did. <laughs> that's all you can do. And some bad it. NFL football. Yeah, we should have had a Steelers game that night. But my whole Thanksgiving was ruined after that, I'll say it. I mean, hopefully none of my family is watching this, but uh, my Thanksgiving was ruined. Uh, At least you had a great Wednesday afternoon. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't even, I don't even want to know if I want to call that great. I don't know what I was watching. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what? W, I mean, it's w. a dub. It's a dub. It's a, still an NFL game. But w. actually seeing Bud Dupree get hurt, actually. I yeah. That was tough. Sad. That but, was uh, tough. Yeah. No, we got some also some NFL to talk about, too, with Knowles in there. So, I say we jump right into it. Nate, you're quiet. What's going on? Just listening, man. We got yep, Nate and Carlos <laughs> back on again. You know what that means. Should Getting be warmed up. 
I'm, I'm saving my energy. Yes, yeah, it's gonna be a long episode. Uh, <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question, Nate. <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> Already. Oh man, we gotta make shirts. All right, so let's jump right into it. Obviously, the biggest kind of I mean, there's a lot going on, but the biggest one so far, Florida State is gonna try to play two more games to end off this season. The first opponent is gonna be on the twelfth against Duke at home. Obviously, Florida State was supposed to go to, to Duke, but then it ended up happening. They're gonna be playing them on the twelfth in Doe Campbell Stadium. And then the week after that, Florida State is actually going to travel up to Wake Forest on the 19th and play their thoughts on these two opponents and Florida State. Should Florida State want to play these two games or should they just have ended the season and called it quits? I think they need the reps, you know, for a young team. Definitely think they need the, the reps and to get the practice time. And, and I think we, we can all agree the, the, the school itself needs the income. So, um, I, I, I like it. I think the Wake Forest game is going to be interesting because they can score a lot of points. And, and we all know about the, the Florida State defense. So, it's going to be an interesting end to the season for FSU. What about the defense? What's so special yep. about that defense? I'm sorry, Wake can put points up on the board. And Florida yeah. State cannot put points up on the board and cannot stop anyone. So, I think it's, that's going to be an interesting game. Yeah. yeah, but like you said, they get not only game reps, but they get practice reps. Getting another two weeks of practices is only going to help some of these guys. Yeah, this is a very young team, and like you guys have said, the extra game reps are definitely going to help. And I think it also helps that you're playing Duke and Wake Forest instead of Clemson and Virginia. It's two, two games that this team is going to have a real chance to compete and possibly win, so we'll see how it shakes out. Mm-hmm. I believe we talked about like, last time we were on the young guys getting the reps, the young guys getting the reps. That's, I mean, that's all what it is. I mean, you're going to dig into it deeper about guys leaving, but I mean, yeah, young guys need these reps. This is like spring practice. You're seeing who's sticking in, who's sticking out. I mean, like who who's going to be here? Who's not going to be here? Who's going to be a part of the rebuilding and let those guys develop and get those reps within the system that's going to be here next year. Mm-hmm. I agree too. I, I'm all about, playing more games i'm all about it definitely for youngins that are going to get in there's still some cats that i want to see more of that we haven't seen a ton uh play they've been out there but i want to see brian robinson i think is a wide receiver that's going to have a really solid career at florida state there's a few others too i'd like to see um, even portier out there at wide receiver i, I want to see a full 100 percent healthy jordan travis because i think he's a very skilled guy definitely running the ball and i'd like to see him back healthy so um I think there's also going to be a lot of guys that are going to be switching positions. You might see uh, guys that were on defense early this season be playing on offense these next two games. So things are going to be interesting. I think Mike Norvell most certainly wants to have these kind of games to be able to throw these young guys out there, see what works, see what you have in these guys. There might be a guy that surprises where you're like, okay, this guy might be a starter heading into the next season. So I will never say no to playing more games, even with how the season is going. And I do think Florida State has a chance uh, to most certainly uh, get a win out of one of these, if not two. Um, and we'll talk about it when we preview them here next week, getting ready for Duke. Uh, let's talk about Luke Altmaier because obviously we, we've had some pretty strong coverage on him. He actually had a piece that he was doing monthly with us at nolgamedate.com with Nate. Nate has had a great relationship with Altmaier through his recruiting process and since once he was committed to Florida State and obviously he has decommitted 
from uh, the Knolls. He committed to Florida State in February. And now it seems like he's already ready to make his next commitment, Nate. And mm-hmm. that's expected to be tomorrow around 10 o'clock, whatever, 1 o'clock our time. Yeah, I think anyone paying, paying attention knows that it's going to be Ole Miss. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, the, the combination of the direction of the offense, you know, you can all say what we want to say about Kiffin, but, you know, he, he can put points on the board. Um, and, you know, his offense, despite how bad their defense has been this year, the offense has looked really good. And then you add in the whole COVID situation. I know people don't want to see it as an excuse. But for, for Luke, uh, getting to Tallahassee, experiencing the city and the town um, was very important to him. Uh, he didn't – he had one opportunity to do that, um, and that was the last day of uh, spring practice before everything went shut down. And people were like, yeah, well, he could have drove over to Tallahassee and seen it. And yeah, he could have, but, you know, for him, just having that relationship and the conversations, it was – he wanted to experience, like, the college life of how it is as a student, not going there to watch a game and leaving. You know, he wanted more from that, and he couldn't really get what he needed. So I think in the end he just stuck to what he knows, and that's staying home in Mississippi. And, you know, the only school – and he mentioned it a few times, and, you know, we had him on the podcast one time and in his uh, journals that the only school that could possibly – him would be Ole Miss. You know, that was the school that stayed in contact more than anyone after, you know, he committed to Florida State. You know, there was the Alabama talk and all that kind of stuff, but um, it was always Ole Miss who would be the school that would um, challenge Florida State. And, you know, they put the work in and it's, it's done now. So, yeah, you know, for, for me, it, it, I think it's a huge loss because he is and was the bell cow of the class. Um, you know, we talk a lot about silent commitments and what they are and what they aren't, but, you know, he played a, a pivotal role in, in those guys who um, were telling him and, and, and Florida State that they were, they were on board. So, you know, losing him, you know, it, it, optical-wise, it, it sucks. And losing a guy who has played in a Norvell system, you know, his, his high school coach, is a big Norvell fan and has pretty much set his offense to, to do what Norvell does. So he's ran a Norvell system for four years. And for me, it's a guy who is would have been a great fit for the offense for at, at a position Florida State hasn't been really good in and would be eight years now as you head into the next season. So, you know, it, it, it's a loss both perception-wise and, and what could possibly unfold recruiting-wise and, and on the field. So now here we go. Now it's time to, to look at other options and you know, see if they go the, go the transfer route or if they decide to pursue a high school kid late, which I, I don't really see that happening with you know what's left on the board or who's uncommitted. And it's going to be hard to get some kid uh, to flip when you can't take a visit and you can't see him in person. You know, all these guys are going to be doing virtual Zoom in home or, you know, it, it, it's different. And I think Carlos could speak on that more than any of us. It's different going actually onto a campus and visiting versus, um, you know, having a, a Zoom meeting. It's just a different feeling and it's a different experience. So 
it's going to be interesting to see how things unfold. So, What is your take on that, Carlos? Imagine if you were back in your day, the only way you could visit would be going through virtually, which you've talked on us on here before and told us that you really enjoyed going on visits and you took the opportunities to go to different places, but you knew Florida State was your home. But you know, how would that affect you with not being able to visit these places and be with the coaches in person? imagine that like I mean I I enjoy going going across country like one of my favorite visits was going to USC like I couldn't imagine having to see oh look how sunny it is outside tonight or look how I mean today and look how look how look how the coastline looks like tonight I couldn't imagine like seeing all those views on like through through a, a video screen or not being able to experience in the person or not getting to experience coach Ogeron or or the Kiffins, like, you know, Monty Kiffin, like, that's, like, huge in football. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it just – being able to sit in front of history like that, being able to go in that stadium where Ronnie Lott played as a safety where I recruited there as, like, getting just to be there, like, seeing Troy's jersey h- hanging up, like, it was amazing. Like, whoa, I'm here. No, I couldn't do it on, on, on a video screen. I, that doesn't make me want to go to that school. It's, um, it's different than feeling that atmosphere. I, I could only imagine that would be it. I only got to go to a few visits. It was really to the left side of the bench and the right side of the bench in high school. <laughs> so I didn't really have a lot of options there. And, and, and Luke had his hand on a lot, a lot of recruits, which, you know, we, we shared personally between us as a group and, and a little bit in the discord, you know, he had his hand in a lot of, you know, guys that 48 is targeting. So, you know, it's just it, – it, it's going to be a battle for Florida State to, to, to kind of save face there a little bit and, and get guys you know, back on back on the ship, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Now for the rest of this, we've got a couple of quick hitters which are related to transfers and guys leaving the opt-in now. Number one, I think, a big one here, but I think much deserved. Cornerback Asante Samuel Jr. has officially opted out for the rest of the season and he is going to be getting ready for the 2021 NFL draft. First takes on that. He was the one player that really showed out all season, that really gave it his all. Like, you saw it every single snap. Um, I'm not mad at him for opting out and wanting to stay healthy for these last two games. There's no reason getting hurt against Duke Wake Forest when you're going to be at the latest at A2 pick. Good for him. I'm happy for him. I think that uh, he he, put, he did enough this year to be considered a, a top or second round uh, target at cornerback. I think if he can go through the combine and really show out, I think he'd interview well. I think if he can go and, and show that he's fast and can that he's athletic, I think that he's going to be one of the top corners um, in, in this draft. So I'm really happy for him that he gets to uh, you know move on, knowing that he busted his ass and he's one of the few you know dogs that put it forth all of his effort um, to three years he was at Florida State. Yeah, like you guys said, it really felt like he proved all he needed to prove at Florida State. And, you know, these last two games weren't really going to do much for him and for his uh, NFL stock. So really excited to see what he does at the combine and, and then into his professional career to just add to what Florida State is doing to be recognized as DBU. So good luck, Asante. I'm happy for him. I think I think it's rightly deserved. I don't think anybody should have anything negative to say about this kid as he does not 
as he's choosing not to play his last two games. I don't think the combine could hurt him in any in any aspect. I think we've seen as fast as we're going to see him on the field, which is which is fast. I don't think a 40 is going to tell us how great of a corner he's going to be. I think the film is to, has told us how great of a corner he's going to be. I think he's a first-round talent. I think his stats this season alone um, in a year where every corner in the country is playing on the same playing field, I think that he's proven to be a first-round pick in this upcoming draft if we're basing off of this year. His total body of work in, at Florida State has been incredible, in, in my opinion. I have a lot of respect for him and his play, and um, I, I hope to see him well, do well on the next level. Yeah, he uh, was – go ahead, Nate. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that, you know, all things considered, if things weren't interrupted, I think he's playing his way into a legit threat for the Thorpe Award. Yes. Before, before things got, you know mm-hmm. – canceled and messed up i think that he had a legit chance of being at least a finalist for that award um yes. you know there's there aren't many corners in the country that have been better than him this year i mean i, I think you can maybe count on one hand and not use your entire hand to figure out and count who's been better than him this year i agree yeah no one of the guys that was on the field and even when I think it was two years ago. I got to see him come in as a young guy and just how his mentality is and him on the field chirping and him being able to back it up and him having that kind of dog mentality that we've been talking about this whole season, you know, who was going to have that. And Asante Samuel Jr. showed up this season and had tunnel vision and had his eyes on the prize, which was being able to play well enough to where you can have the consideration and uh, talk with a few people and be like, Hey, this is a good idea for you to go ahead and prep and get ready for, you know, you're going to put your name out there for early in that 2021 NFL draft. And he's done that. He played phenomenal. Like Carlos said, this year has been great. He's by far one of the best corners in the country this season. Uh, Florida State is Florida State as it is right now in the program. So there's not a lot of national attention um, happening for a lot of guys. But if, if, if Florida State was back to where, where it should be and Asante Samuel Jr. was playing like this, it'd be all over it everywhere. I mean, if you look at, you know, there, there's some college football – Twitter's out there and the PFF and everything, they praise him. I mean, the stats that he's put up this season has been great. And I'm really interested to see how he does at the combine. There's some things, maybe his measurements or his height might be a play for him. Uh, we've seen that kind that was kind of a thought thing for Greg Reed too. Um, obviously that both have different kind of paths, paths that, they, that they're on. But um, I think Asante Samuel Jr. just has a really – amazing mentality you wish you there'd be more right now in that locker room at fsu but there just isn't so best of luck to asante definitely rooting for him and if he needs to come to pittsburgh um mm-hmm. i will not say no to that which one mock draft did have one to uh, to us in pittsburgh i'll take it any day of the week here we go safety Jaden lars would be has elected to transfer guys a lot of this if you haven't been in the discord or become a patreon yet i highly suggest doing so nate Jane Lars would be. That might have been one of your guys on your list. He intends on transferring. Thoughts on that? Uh, oh, yeah, that 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 list has been my uh, <laughs> been in my existence. So, but uh, and I I think you know he's done everything right off the field, and you know I think that he was really good as a freshman. I think his injury set him back significantly. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily think he's a fit in what Fuller wants to do defensively. Um, 
I think he's been a, a role model student and I think he's been great for the university. And I think it's an embarrassment for that no gift Twitter to put some shit out there about him having to apologize to the Tallahassee police department. Um, you know, I, I think that just is a, sour, is a sour taste to a kid who, you know, as he said, you know, he didn't cheat anything. He put forth all of his efforts. So, you know, uh, he's just wrong time, wrong, wrong place. And, you know, I, I think hopefully, you know, he'll, he can go back out West and you know, good luck to you. It's a, he's I mean, a he graduated kid. in three years. So it, he, on that. Yeah. He's a kid that really wanted to come to Florida state and you could see yep. it when he was here. He, he loved the university inside and out. Um, and like Nate said, he was really good his freshman year, and he was good those first few games, especially once he got under Jim Levitt. Once he was under Jim mm-hmm. Levitt, he was really good. Yeah. And that injury set him back, and it sucks that he couldn't find his way back into running into a good player again. Um, but th- there shouldn't be anything bad to say about this kid, especially off the field. He, re- he really gave it his all when he was at Florida State. I, I have nothing bad to say about him. And traveling from a whole across, across the whole country, too, you know. We've seen before with guys that have traveled from across the country. The only thing bad about about him on the best behavior was that that absolutely horrible commitment ceremony he had. <laughs> that that was lasted like, forever. I will <laughs> agree. Like two and a half hours. Everyone yeah. who was anyone that every to, trainer, every trainer's brother, every <laughs> everyone who taped his ankles, they all had something to say. And that was ridiculous, but. Otherwise, you know, nothing bad to say. That's the only <laughs> hit. I think every outlet or any beat writer or anybody covering recruiting that had to deal with that ceremony, I will never forget that because that I, we've seen some long ceremonies. Who was the uh, quarterback that took a while? He didn't end up committing to Florida State. Where did he go? Oh, God, Maryland. Who was it? Who went to Maryland that took forever? FSU was in – it starts with an L. I forget his name. Uh, Florida State was in the mix for him anyways. But, yeah, Jaden Lars would be – that uh, that ceremony did take forever, but I got to meet his family in person multiple times. His family would fly out. There'd be different um, sides of them flying out, but I got to meet them a few times and meet mom and meet dad, and got to definitely got to actually spend time with dad during a practice a few times. And just a really really great family. He's got great support behind him, and yeah, no one no one should be talking bad about Lars Woodby. Definitely as as a person, not not at all. He's he's done a He's done a really great job. Definitely, if you guys know much about him, what he posts, he's a big guy with leadership and clubs inside of the program. Like y'all said, graduates in three years. Um, so, Carlos, I, I, Carlos, I got a question for you. Listen. Okay. All right, so I, I saw somewhere, you know, someone compared him to, uh, you know, Myron Roll and said that, you know, Myron was a bust. Um, but, you know, they shared the same thing where they were both – freshman All-American, but they also had a strong focus academically. So, you know, what do you say to people who would even say these are two different human beings. These are two different human beings. Yeah. I know, I know, I know my role on a per, very yep. personal level. I yep. trained with my role um, side by side when I, when he trained at coach Tom Shaw before he yep. went to the NFL. So, I mean, Myron's main focus always was a student athlete yeah like you know what i'm saying and yeah I, I, don't, sure. I don't know i don't know would be like that I, I know he is in the community a lot just like my own i know he's he's graduating three years i know he's 
you know, always had been an academic All-American since he's been here, just like Myra was. But he his 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 football IQ and the way he approached the game mm-hmm. was way different than than, than than my Myron was a Rhodes scholar before he was a football player. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you get what I'm saying? So the this the yeah. mentality the mentality and the approach was different. So I mean what do you think? It's hard. Yeah. Is it fair to call him a bust, though? No. No. Oh, oh, in my eyes? No. Honestly, honestly, him leaving, it bothers me more more than Marvin standing around for the optics because that kid is the epitome of what optics should look like. Like, Mm -hmm. he is the epitome of what you want your graduate – like a graduating student to look like he's yep. he, he's going to be drafted graduating three years he can he, he can take whatever he wants so he can start on his master's degree the very next year whatever like you know he's starting another bachelor's like that's what should be staying around for the program you get what i'm saying like yeah. we i haven't seen like i don't know if marvin graduated yet or not i, don't, I mean we i'm not I'm not saying he didn't but like you know what i'm saying we know yeah. that would be his graduating in three years. We know that he's been an academic All American since he's been here. We know he's, we know he's been outreach in the community. We know he's been a face of Florida State since he's been here. Just like you get what I'm saying. So it's it's a little mm-hmm. bit different. It's a little bit different. But as far as the football aspect goes, his approach to the game is different. He wants to go to the NFL. His passion is to be a, a successful football player. Getting the degree and being successful in, in the community is a part of his personality. This is who he is. That's mm-hmm. that, that, he's a leader. That's not going to stop him. That's just a part of what his parents bred and instilled in him. Just like Myron's parents bred and instilled in him to go to school to be a student first, Myron, because that's what we did. Like, we got our education. Education is going to drive us forward. Football, you're going to use football as a, you know what I'm saying, like a stepping stone to get your education. Mm-hmm. Would be, you're going to get your education, but we love football. Your dream is to go to the NFL, so achieve your dream. Know what I'm right. saying? Get your education because it's going to be free. But, hey, like, know what I'm saying? Go achieve your dream. But his parents are great people. They, they, they raised a great young man. So him reaching out to the community, wanting to give back to the young kids in the community and, and, and the teenagers here in Tallahassee and talking to the football teams here and stuff like that, that's instilled in him. So it's just different. You got two different human beings. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a great thing. Uh, he's gonna be missed. He's he's really gonna be missed here as as a, as a as a face of this as is this program. He's gonna be missed. Offensive lineman Andrew Baselli also intends, or I think it's per report, but he intends on transferring out from Florida State University. He's been kind of in and out at Florida State. It feels like. Who cares? Me. Next. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care about the depth of offensive line. <laughs> not, was no. it really depth? Was he, it really he, depth? He, he was a name. He was not depth. He was name. <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many snaps he had this year, Nate? That again? Twelve. How many snaps he had this year? How, how many what? Snaps. How many snaps he take this year? Who cares? Okay. <laughs> I, right. I just had to put on the docket. I just had to put on the docket. The numbers don't lie. Nate <laughs> said he doesn't care. <laughs> I, 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 man, is it, didn't even make the list. It, it, it's not a loss, man. It's not a loss. I don't think that, um, you know, the few the few times he played, 
I, I don't I don't think that it's a uh, it's a loss for the for the program. Okay. Well, Damian, right. this this is a good one here. This is this is a <laughs> the the uh, conversation is going to start getting a little one. bit better. This is I'm a good for this one because I think there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah. Florida State running back. LaDamian Webb intends on opting out for the remainder of the season. Mike Norvell said that he intends on returning in January, Carlos. We'll take it to you first. Uh, obviously, LaDamian Webb, mm-hmm. I thought we talked about on here really early on this season, by far I think the best back right now, uh, right now producing-wise for FSU with the experience he has. What is your take on him opting out for the rest of the season now that Florida State has two more games left on the dock? I wrote nine, and I told nine, hey, I like the way you play. I appreciate your approach to the game. You know, I'm saying I have a lot of respect for you. Like, just wait, be patient. You know, carries are on the way. I was being dead-ass dead serious. I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, eight, you opting out, you coming back. You being – honestly, you being, you being the lead guy. Like, you honestly saying, hey, bro, I'm just not going to go out there and get hurt because – I know what the work I'm going to put in. Obviously, I put in enough work for you guys to make me a starting back, but I'm not going to continue to go out there and play some teams and get COVID and get sick or get injured and not be able to play in the spring. When I have an opportunity to come in the spring, play a full spring, get a full summer, get a full fall camp, I mean, I'm just not going to take the risk of sitting out of spring and then getting a half a summer and coming into camp and being behind, like, two football periods, quote-unquote. Like, who wants to take that chance? I understand it. I mean – he, I think we all sat here on it and we talked about it. He's proven enough to be the starting back. I think zero, I think nine have opportunity to get to compete for that second spot. You have two more games to to establish yourself self as. I mean, so I'm cool with it. I'm okay with it. He's coming back. He's I mean, he's just he's putting the vet move in my opinion. I'm okay with it. I mean, he just doesn't want to get hurt. A lot of guys are doing it. Well, I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it. What would you... He's committing to us. He's saying, hey, man, I just don't want to continue to deal with the COVID stuff right now and getting hurt. So I'm going to opt out the rest of the season, but I'm going to come back in, in, in the spring prepared to play. Okay, cool. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. What would you say is the difference between him and Marvin Wilson opting out? We don't, we don't, have, we don't have Marvin for another year. So just mm-hmm. give it for Marvin to get ready for NFL. Like, yeah, like, 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 okay. That, that was my whole issue. Like we don't have Marvin for another season. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Marvin, you're rooting on guys, but like, are you really rooting them on? Are you, are you really here for it? Like, are who, who really knows? Like, so it's, it's different. Like he's a, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm taking some time. Cause I, I really don't want to deal with COVID stuff. I'm coming back in the spring. I'm going to prepare to go to go compete and go win the ACC. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go win games. It's different. We don't have Marvin for another season. Marvin's not thinking about coming back. Marvin's gone. Like, Marvin's going to the NFL. He he knows that. But, yeah, takes on Webb being out for the rest of the season, opting out. Because I have another thing to bring up with this. Hey, uh, I want to say something about, about Webb real quick. Um, I'm, I'm not as sure – as Carlos is that he's coming back uh, because while while Norvell says yeah I, I expect him to come back in uh, January there's still some feeling that um, with with how I think Dustin said it perfectly before he came on how homesick he is and, and 
I, I don't think that it's 100% that he's coming back yet. He did tweet uh-huh. about – I was going to bring it up real quick in case the listeners don't know. But uh, Norvell talked about Webb and him intending to return in January. And then about 10 to 15 minutes later, LaDamian Webb, which he's done this before after press conferences, he tweeted <laughs> – saying on his terms practically he said i know what's ahead and only i know with a smiling face and uh whatever emoji that is which is just kind of a weird thing to say it's an interesting mm-hmm. thing right, right after the press conference where the head coach says you're coming back yeah mm-hmm. an interesting thing, which if you go back to whenever florida state had their press conference with thrasher ron DeSantis, the governor here in florida um and the players whenever they had the conference about COVID-19 and their protocols that they plan on doing. Coburn was also there and Coburn was stating what they plan on doing and the protocols. There was a few players, including Webb that sent out tweets just a little bit after that, that was going against what Coburn and and the admin was saying. Uh, So this is not kind of Webb's first time of doing this kind of thing, which is interesting. So, Eyes, emo- eyes emoji? Is this where you put the eyes emoji? Oh, we just lost Los. <laughs> and Los is already opting out. Los, yeah. is opt- <laughs> Los is opted out with eight. Uh, but yeah, I'm, it's something to keep an eye on for sure because I think yes. he's certainly very talented, but I don't think this story is over yet. I don't either. But regardless, it makes Florida State's need for a running back in this class even more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, true. I mean, if you think about it, if you think about it Months ago and months ago, I mean, Kane LeBourne was supposed to be on this team this year. I mean, if you think, I mean, look at it now. Uh, it is so damn thin, and that's why you're seeing guys, like said earlier, defenders are going to be playing some snaps on offense uh, mm-hmm. in two weeks. Things are – guys are being moved around just to be able to fit the roles. Obviously, you're going to have some walk-ons playing, uh, but – Florida State is extremely thin at running back right now, and they're thin everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that is true. Uh, up next, man, Los is really going to miss out on this one if he doesn't get his connection back up. But defensive tackle Corey Durden is finally, I guess, official. Official. If you're in the Discord, you would have known about this two weeks ago. But Corey Durden intends on entering the transfer portal. That is another one off of Nate Greer's list, which was also in the Discord back in October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Who> <laughs> I can't say it up. Who cares? Next. Mm-hmm. You don't have any awesome things to say about Durden, Austin? So, let me go first on Corey. Go ahead, yeah. So herein lies a guy who has the potential to be a really solid player, but is perfectly encapsulates someone who's a mental midget and someone who does nothing but show the morale of the team. So for him to um, transfer out, that is addition by subtraction. Um, don't care if he hears it. Don't care if, you know, if, if he gets upset by it. But, you know, th- th- this kid is – He's played hurt, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Um, but, man, the guy's mentally weak. 
Um, doesn't I don't I don't think he's going to have what it takes to make it to the NFL. Uh, I just really question um, his total work ethic, and I, I just question him as a player. It's more disappointing knowing that he could be a solid player. Uh, I don't think he's anywhere close to a Marvin or any or uh, anything like that. But at the same time, um, good riddance. Just in time, Los. I don't think you can hear it. Go ahead, D. Lou. All right, Los, let's see. Los, perfect timing. You couldn't get out of this. Sorry. You couldn't couldn't opt. You're good. You couldn't opt out of this part, though. You can't opt out, all right? What do you mean? Don't opt out on me on this topic. Corey Durden, official, official. He's transferring, Los. (laughs) First uh, initial thoughts. I mean, what do you want to say about that? Just reaction. He could declare for the draft. <laughs> yeah, no. he, he said he said that he wants a top three round grade, or he's coming back to college. I should let my phone die right now. <laughs> I should let I should I should let this die. Yeah, just unplug it right now. It's just like <laughs> okay, okay, like I'm just okay, Nate. Just be real, Los. Be real. I mean, we talked about the whole. What, uh, okay, what was it, what was his numbers like this year? Does he have draftable numbers? No. no. Does he have transferable numbers? No. <laughs> so, so the, I'll be honest with you. A school, a school that a school that needs the depth at D tackle. That's mm-hmm. where he's going to go. He's going to mm-hmm. play another backup role. Um, and uh, in near future, I see a late round pick, a day three pick to an undrafted pick because of the just the journey that he's been on. You get what I'm saying? Like this is what what number stop is this for you? Okay, like you know, what I'm saying this journey, the, the journey you've been on is is kind of seeing. I just foreseeing it being that way. Unless you go to the next school and have this stellar breakout next year, I I I really don't see that happening with the numbers you put no. up this year. I don't see that happening. So I mean, I just wish him. I wish him the best of luck, but I don't know where. Uh, I think that you're going. I don't uh, know where you're going. I, I think that um, he's bought into some of the. I guess thought or belief, maybe talking to someone else or um, getting some bad advice, thinking that he can go elsewhere and just turn it on or or ball out, ball out, and he hasn't show, shown shit that he can do that. I mean, I, I'll Sorry. say this: he, he has some talent. Like if he yeah. bought in and he chiseled down instead of showing up every day, looking like the penguin from the Batman, I think he'd be a good player. Oh. But if you can if you can transfer in and ball out, I ball think Austin's been under, waiting to say that for a while. Odell, you couldn't ball out under Odell after transferring in. Odell recruited you, so he's seen something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's seen something, and you couldn't produce under Odell. It's not no no no. Is you my guy? He's just one of those guys that got too happy wearing the Florida State jersey instead of making the Florida State jersey look good and making the program look good. Yeah, he was just, he was just happy to be out on the field, sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his no. dream came true. Yep. <laughs> up until up until this year, I would have said that he he kind of overperformed to his expectations coming out of high school because he was a three star guy coming out of high school, and a lot of people thought that his his teammate that he signed with, Jalen Parks, would would be even better than he was was in college. But yeah, this year has just been a total bust for Durden. Seven tackles in, in seven in seven games. I mean, yeah, man, way out of shape. 
Yeah, that's always been kind of a but, problem. And, and consistency. Talking, talking all offseason how he's been working and grinding, he comes in like 55 <laughs> pounds overweight. See, buddy, I ain't gonna lie. I've been there before, dog. You gotta, <laughs> like, hey, I've been there before. And listeners, I, I've been there before. You Buffalo fans know I've been there before. Bro, I came in just rat over. And that rat over is too much over, my guy. And you think that's gonna slide in college? They can't, can't take nothing from you? I'm nope. just gonna, man, I'm gonna punish you. They're gonna make, they're gonna force you to lose the weight. NFL, no, I'm not gonna force you. You're gonna take you. the out of your pocket. Yeah, that's different, my man. We're going to punish you that way. You got to – I mean – Did you feel it in the game, though? Because, like, with the Bills, did you feel it, like, that weight on you? I didn't you? touch the gra- – bro, I did not touch the field if I wasn't in game shape. What are you talking about? What they tell crazy? you what to do. What they, they weigh you, and then what? What happened? You, get, you, it's, you weigh in each week, man. It's, and it's, you, get, you get fined so, so much per pound. Yet you're overweight. <laughs> Damn. It's a business, my guy. I didn't get fined. I've never been fined during season. I, I, I've been fined coming into training camp. My 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 second my coming into my second season. It was I was that I, I, I was misbehaving all off season, bro. That was my that was my that was after right my rookie year, and I didn't I didn't take that shit as serious as I should have. But I mean, lessons learned. But um, no, I'm just for for him. If you're doing that right now in college because you're not being, like, punished, like, there's no real punishment, you don't really feel that because you're going to be forced to lose the weight anyway. When you get to the next level, man, it's a grown man business. I'm just going to hurt you where a grown man hurt at. I'm just going to take your pocket from you. Like, you worked this hard to get there. I'm just going to take it right back from you. And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, he has to learn that lesson now, and that's a part of where you're going to transfer to. These are things that coaches call and ask about. They're not just – this this is – I mean, it's like trading livestock now. People are transferring. This reminded me of someone in the YouTube chat right now reminded me. Uh, he did make a tweet that he has to leave. This is something that uh, Durden has done, but he tweeted saying that he is he's looking for an SEC team to take him. No, no. SEC put, only. Just put it out Dang. there. <laughs> put it out there. This kid wants to go to Florida. It, 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 he, he's already said that he wants to be closer to home so he can be a father. Um, what school is closest to Newberry? Florida. Florida. He's going to walk on there. Yeah, I don't know if he's getting been listening to Hove or or Hope giving that awesome advice. throwing shots. Austin's unloading. It's basketball season, so he's safe. He's unloading now. I'm just tired, I'm just tired of him. I, 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 I don't want to talk about him anymore. So they give me that take going to a rival, like, and, th- and that's not. I mean, we'll, we'll probably discuss it here probably in a few weeks, Nate. But there's another one that has intentions on going to uh, Florida. Yeah. Darius Cummins yeah. did it when I was at Florida State. Darius yeah. Cummins was from from, from uh, mm-hmm. astronaut uh, yeah. over there at, by, um over there on that side, and yeah. he went uh, from Florida State. He went to um after we at the Timmy came in, he had no chance of playing. He went to Florida. Good luck. He went to Florida. And then the very next year, they came to Tallahassee and they beat us here. My sophomore year, they beat us here and he was juiced. And we beat, and then the very, no, he transferred that year. And then the very next year, we beat him in the swamp. Beat the yeah. piss out of him in the swamp. Beat the piss out of him in the swamp. <laughs> I mean, we put a mud hole in him. It was embarrassing, but it was good times. Loved watching. I hope he does. I hope, he, I hope he goes to Florida and rides the pine. Who's, he's not gonna play. <laughs> yep. I mean, go. I mean, moving close to home and being a dad. 
I think that's the number one idea. I think that's what you should do. But you're going to Florida. I think I, I, what I don't want to see is when we get ready to play them and he does transfer home, you be extra juiced about playing Florida State. Oh, oh I'm going to put on for the city one time like they didn't. No, bro. You transferred in and you did not perform well here. Okay, my man, don't act like you didn't have a fair shot or you got mistreated or no wild stuff. No, you just underperformed. So I wish he you had the best. every shot too. He had yeah, every shot. Yes, I wish you every the best. shot. I hope you. I hope you go find. I hope you get them go home. I hope you get to go transfer. I hope it happens for you. But I just don't hope that when it comes to playing Florida State, you 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 try to act like you were mistreated or you wasn't given a fair shake here to perform because you were. You just underperformed. And we've talked with multiple guys in here that play defensive line for Odell Higgins, and he doesn't really switch up much. It's the same thing every year. And obviously we've seen on the field that Durden's been given multiple chances, numerous, lots of chances, um, and it just wasn't taken. just wasn't taken. Remember the video of him earlier in the year hitting the sled after one game when he was just mm. made like shit? I think we talked about it here, just how – Sloppy and careless he was. Odell's yelling at him, trying to coach him up, and just his form and his effort with his ass. Huh? Is that or is that love? He got in someone's face. Odell did in a practice video early on in the during camp. I don't know. We also watched the the Miami tight end put Durden on his back on that fourth and one. So. Mm -hmm. After talking shit, it happened to J. Rob to Louisville. It was bad. Bad. Uh, Last one here for football, and this is a big discussion, obviously, as of today. This is something that we've been hearing about for a couple days now. Former UCF quarterback star has officially entered the transfer portal, but it seems like Florida State might just be in the mix for the cat. Uh, if you guys were on our Discord earlier today, we've laid down the details in there, so you guys kind of already know if you're listening from our Patreon. But Mackenzie Milton has entered the transfer portal. First off, would you guys take him in Tallahassee right now? I, yes. I'm going to say no, just because, I mean, he's coming off such a horrific knee injury that I, I don't know if he can play football. I mean, practice reports are practice reports, and he's a great locker room guy, and it's, that's something we need. But can he actually play on a football field if we need him to? That's something that I don't think anybody really knows the answer to. It's kind of like Alex, with what Alex, Alex Smith, Smith is playing football. Yeah, but it took him what? Mm-hmm. Two, two and a half, three years? When the last time this kid played football? It's been an 18. Yeah, end of three 18. Years. Wasn't it the last game? Three years. I, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, this is a kid, too. I mean, it's like, I mean you're, he's younger. Probably more 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 athletic. I mean, runner wild wise. I mean, Alex Smith was a scrambler a little bit. He had some real athleticism. You, you so, can also compare to Teddy. Yeah, I mean, true. Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, true. Yeah. I mean, so I'm saying, I, 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 I'm with Nate. I'm going. I'm. I'm giving him a fair shake. Hey, you want to mm-hmm. come to Florida State and, and and come compete? I'm cool. We, like you, we just lost a big five star. We just, I mean, we just lost a big quarterback in our class. He's a, a cowbell. This guy says I'm leaving where I was a winner at when we were top in the country and I took an injury and another guy took the helm, I can't help that. Hey, I, but, I mean, 
Let me rephrase my no. I'm not going to tell him no if he wants to come to Tallahassee, but I'm not going to go out and chase him if he's leading somewhere else. Why not? That's what I want to know. Why not chase him? Why not go get a quarterback that, 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 that's proven that he, that he can, can win, win in college? And lead a winner? I, yeah. I get what you're saying, yeah. but you also have to understand the medical side. Like, yeah. Until, until they see those medical reports and he gets in the program, like, that's just. But, that's I mean, just he's something been, I would take he's been cleared and been practicing and running the UCF scout team. So he's, he's been practicing um, and he's so, been playing in practice. So but he's not know. taking any so, shots to, to his honest, knee. So you can, you can compare honest, this to well, Teddy no Bridgewater. You can compare this got, to Teddy Bridgewater after he had his knee injury. The, he was cleared to play, but all the doctors, especially in Minnesota, were saying he's not going to be playing that much longer. He's like, mean there. I'm just, this is just <laughs> what I'm like, this is where I'm. I get what you're saying. I get it. I, I, Austin, I totally understand. Don't go chase something that's not 100% guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Go, go go get your money's worth for the milk. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I get what you I, right. I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. But if bruh say, hey, man, I, I'm thinking about getting – if he says, hey, I'm thinking about giving Tallahassee a shake because I oh, want yeah, to stay in the state of sure. Florida. Yeah, then for sure. I'm going to yeah. go get uh, – hey. Hey, Florida My State, man. send me. I'll go get Cuz. <laughs> Los is on hey, the way to go him. get Milton. If you want him, Los is going to get him. <laughs> I'll, so, I'll go I'll be right there in Orlando. Hey, come on, bro. Talk Fly about wine. Talk about culture and talk about winning. Come show all the ladies guy, that are here. Sorry. Yeah, you know, you know, this guy won a mythical national championship. Okay. Two time conference, <laughs> conference player of the year. Um, one one to Peach Bowl, most passing touchdowns in UCF season, most passing yards in his season. You know, this guy, R.G. Griffin, award winner. So this guy's proven that he can win. And what we've what we've had we talked about a lot on this podcast this year is leadership on this team. Um, wh- while it, it, it still remains to be seen about what he could bring to the team on the field, here's a guy that could you know push a a Chubba Purdy push a Jordan Travis, you know, and, and make those guys better. You know, Carlos has said it many times, you know, practices were so competitive back then, um, you know, when, when, when they won the national title, you know, you need to bring competition to the team. And for me, here's a guy who is produced. And by all accounts, what everyone says at UCF is that he's 100%. You ha- I, I think if you look at the transfer portal, where Florida State has to go, um, that might be the best option that's going to be out there. We don't know how it's going to look here in another two to three weeks when football is officially over. But if I got his portal and he's a legit option, I, I think that you necessarily don't have to take him, but here's a guy who's going to lift the floor at that position where they need as much talent as they can get and also challenge the younger guys. So I think it's a win-win situation. There was a lot of discussion the, uh, the week of their matchup with U- USF that Milton was actually going to play uh, yeah. that game, which was actually pretty interesting. A lot of the fan base there in Orlando was rooting for it, but um, going back. And then to, he didn't play. And then he didn't what play. The, the and, uh, guess what happens the next week? That's the only reason I had that game on. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, but the funny thing is that we were hearing things about Milton that whole week. And now, you know, whenever he doesn't see a snap on his last Saturday, he enters the transfer portal. Uh, the, what we've been hearing is that he does want to stay in Florida. There's already been 
contact in between him and other universities here. Well, he's not going to Miami because King is staying. Yeah, that's yeah, he's, he's, not going, he's not going to Florida because he's not going to Florida. Is sitting down there. So if you look at Nebraska, you know, with Scott Frost, yeah, that makes sense because he played for him. But, you know, Nebraska also has two quarterbacks that Scott Frost has brought in. It's fucking Nebraska. Just say that, Nate. Yep. It's in Nebraska. <laughs> yes. It's in I was, Nebraska. I was say, it's fucking Nebraska. And this kid's from Hawaii and wants yeah. to apparently stay in Florida. So. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll he's a single how, guy, we'll too. See how it unfolds. Los, he's a single guy. He's probably already did what he needed to do off the field in Orlando. UCF has great amount of different talents off the field, I will say, Los. But when you come to Tallahassee, there's a different breed here. Let's all be honest. There is a different breed. Uh, I think all Dilly, Dilly needs to do is maybe uh, show him a few things that goes on outside of, you know, campus life. Just show him the campus life. Show him a little bit of the campus life. Did they show you the campus life when you visited, Carlos? They take you a little bit over to – My brother was here. So, I, I mean, I was up here visiting here since my brother – since I was a sophomore in high school. You met your lady lady in Tallahassee, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I met my wife when I was here. My my wife leased my apartment to me. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Free rent, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I know she's staring your ass down right now. (laughs) Glad you met me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm all for it. I will not say no. Obviously, I do. I'm still taking Austin's. Uh, I'll just say advice here from him, but his health advice that he's given us, Dr. Oh, Austin, sure. Dr. Austin. Um, I do think it's definitely a huge, almost a traumatic leg injury pretty much. And uh, he's gone through multiple surgeries, but you know, the positive sign out of this, the guy was cleared to play. He could have played against USF, didn't get a snap. He wants to transfer. He knows what he's doing. He's a very, very, very talented quarterback. I think he is a, Kind of like a prototype of Jordan Travis, but he is more of a thrower than a runner, but he has the running skills, if that makes any kind of sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just has really good pocket awareness, great arm. Um, that's something Florida State has been lacking, obviously, the last two, I, three years. Can I accuracy. Can I note something, uh, I, note something guys, quarter, I, think like, I think just like a smart quarterback. And that's something Florida State's been big time lacking. If if I'm willing to allow somebody to transfer in that's been a winner somewhere else because he's going to come in and want a new and fresh start. And I think him being older than a lot of the guys, he's going to automatically feel the need to can take the helm, but in a respectable way of like gaining the respect of the guys putting the extra work in, showing that he has come back from an injury, he's transferring. Like he, It's already a lot of uphills he has already go do. And even mm-hmm. though compete, he has to win that locker room over anyway. Do you want to go outside of a state that where you're not comfortable? Like I, I say go get this kid because you have the best chance of making him feel like he's already at home. You get what I'm saying? Like you have a good chance of building a great coach and player relationship because he's going to feel already – at home. I mean, there's a lot of variables here where you can create – I mean, you can create a monster in, in, in my mind. I mean, if you want somebody to really control your offenses, if, that, if, that's, if that's something that – if that's the route that we want to take, I mean, I'm just saying. But, I mean, 
I'm, I'm willing to open open up to the locker room because he he's he's a leader. He's a winner. He's been there. He's he's done it before. He's proven that. I mean, it's something that we don't even have in that locker room right now at all. And you want that at quarterback. You're not gonna get it. Go get in a high school kid. You're just not. If it's gonna be even in my last season, I probably don't want my family members having to go and travel up to Nebraska for games for my senior year. Nope. I would rather them probably drive a few hours to come watch me and do a Camel Stadium. That's just me, though. I mean, you don't I, want your family like obvious... to come. You don't want your family to come check out the cornfield. <laughs> That's something that has never been on my mindset ever in my entire <laughs> life. That's like actually something I think I want to be tortured. If I'm going to be tortured, send me to a cornfield in Nebraska. Um, I just think it, the Nebraska talks all about Scott Frost, and it seems like Florida State is doing a phenomenal job. State. He's doing a phenomenal job in Nebraska, yeah, too. Yeah, Florida State can't say anything, but Nebraska has been shit. Okay? Scott Frost is falling on his face. So. <laughs> I mean, let's call it what it is. He, he, yeah, he, uh, it's I been mean, ugly. Yeah, I've been It's ugly. been frosty up there. Yeah, he's <laughs> about to freeze to death. But It is. It's been pretty frosty up there for him. Like, Yeah. So, I, even, if, even if Milton's – 80 90% that's probably better than what you have right now or what you've had in the past two years three years starting um I think he's just what you get out of him is a a smart quarterback and obviously the attributes of his physical um things he brings to the table is, is is great so we'll see that's something to keep an eye on uh the next couple of uh next couple of weeks We'll see if his uh, decision is kind of quicker than most. It seems like definitely quarterbacks, they want to kind of get their thing uh, figured out pretty early on. So we'll see. Uh, basketball. That's it for football. Let's jump into basketball. Florida State. Man, oh, man. Florida State, Leonard Hamilton, their season opener against UNF was last night in the tuck. Florida State takes care of business easily against North Florida, 86-58. Scotty Barnes is already going across um, the country nationally with his highlight dunk. Um, just There's just all good things to talk about, so let's jump into it, Austin. How did you feel after that game and first initial take, first game of the season? I felt pretty good because you were in the back cave for a little bit after. Mm-hmm. Um, it was happy to talk about a Florida State win in which they – pretty much dominated from start to finish. You know, there's a couple stretches where they look pretty sloppy, uh, especially offensively. The second half, UNF started making some threes, so it made it seem closer, but it, the lead never got below 11 after the first five minutes of the game. Um, I, I was really impressed, you know, that obviously there's some offensive things that are going to have to be worked out, but that's natural when you're breaking in a true freshman point guard after a four-year senior leaves. That, that was as good as Trent Forrest. Um, the defense was phenomenal, especially in the first half. Guys were flying all over the court. The communication was great. The switches were great. Even when the bigs switched on a perimeter like Bolshek Kovicic, his feet were quick, and he was keeping up with those smaller those smaller guys for UNF. Um, I was impressed. I mean, obviously it's one game, and now they have a week to prepare for Indiana. Was I the only one that watched the whole thing? I know Dustin. I watched the whole. I, I, I was in and game? out. I watched probably game? about fifteen or not fifteen. Just about all of it except for like the second five half. five minutes in the second half. No, I watched I watched the, the end stretch. Whenever they started coming back, I put it back on because I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. I watched it all awesome. Like I said, I've been doing my homework and I'm now a basketball guy, so I watched it all of it. It's nice to not just be able to talk to myself. 
<laughs> I'm not in the stadium. I'm, I, I'm not watching it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, Los, since, since the Florida Yo. State do game got rescheduled to the 12th, they play the same day the Florida State plays Florida in basketball. Which one are you going to watch? Football or basketball? I'd I, I rather watch basketball, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather watch it in would. person. I've always been that way. I love watching Florida State basketball, but I'd rather watch it inside the tuck. I'd rather watch it in person live. I mean, it's pretty, man. It's pretty, man. It's pretty lit, man. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, it's gone up a lot. I I really love watching it in there. It's very entertaining in person. And even though they only had 25% capacity last night, like you could hear the fans. You could hear the fans on the TV. I was pretty impressed. They did a good job, most certainly. Dustin, your first initial thoughts from that game last night? Like Austin said, I thought there was some sloppiness just because this, this was the first game for Florida State. They didn't get to play any exhibitions coming into this one. And they were playing against a North Florida team that already played three games entering last night. But And really, it felt like Leonard Hamilton treated this one like an exhibition. He played every scholarship player on the roster. He threw a ton of different lineups out there, a bunch of different looks with a bunch mm-hmm. of different players. Um, you had what? What is it? One, two, three, four, five. So ten, ten guys played double-digit minutes. The lowest any scholarship player played was seven minutes. So everyone got ample time last night, and it felt like the coaching staff was just trying to see what they have moving into this next game against Indiana, which is going to be really tough for Florida State. But I was excited. I mean, you guys mentioned Scotty Barnes. I thought he was outside outside of his scoring. He was a little bit off with his shot. I thought I thought he was overall excellent. And a guy that really impressed me was uh, Wyatt Wilkes. He had five assists off the bench. He, he airballed his threes, but he's making some good passes off the bench, and it looks like he, he's really into the system at this point of his career. Yeah, like you mentioned with Scotty, if you just take away the scoring aspect, he was elite throughout the entire game. His vision mm-hmm. is something you don't see from a guy that's six foot nine. His handle is something you don't see, or see something you don't see from someone that's six foot nine. He's got eyes on every side of his head, and he sees every angle. There was a couple of times where I thought he was trying to force a pass, but I'd rather him take those chances and see what he can get away with at this level because he was used to getting away with it at high school. Get it out of the way against UNF so you're not getting it out of the way against Indiana or Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, his defense was awesome. He was getting down in his stance immediately. He was pointing things out on defense. He was calling out switches, really communicating on defense, which is something you don't see from a true freshman ever, especially a true freshman point guard in his first game. He was – I thought he was excellent on the defensive end, even though he only ended up with – did he end up with a steal? I think he had a block. Um, he actually had – Oh, he didn't have no, a steal. Block. He had nothing. But, but he was one of those, like, he just – he was switching on everything, and he was on top of it. There was a couple times that he got beat off the dribble. I mean, that happens with everybody. No one's ever perfect getting beat off the dribble throughout a game. But besides that, I was, I was really pleased with him. I was really pleased with MJ Walker. Yeah, 17 points and eight shots, that's huge. He was that guy where when they needed a shot to stop a run, MJ wouldn't hit a shot. You've seen him do things in this game that you've never seen him do in his first three years. Like, he sealed in the post. Oh, my God, I was so happy when he did that. <laughs> MJ Walker sealing in the post is my favorite moment of the season, even if we win a national championship. Um, he, he just hit timely shots. He got to the free throw line. I thought ball show looked really good. They ran a lot of great sets for him to get him right under the rim. And yeah, he only went four of eight. He missed a couple easy bunnies there. But I think him just getting in those spots, he's going to make it. He's one of the most talented offensive bigs we've had under Coach Hamilton. I don't think that's a stretch. Um, on the contrary, I was very disappointed by Wyatt. 
your one goal is to hit shots and you suck. <laughs> I said, yeah, I, I said he airballed. I was I was happy with his passing. Oh no, his his <laughs> offensive his offensive IQ is super underrated. I've been saying that all offseason, but you're you're there to hit three pointers. <laughs> How long before Calhoun is in the starting lineup? I don't think he will. I think Polite's the perfect guy to finish out the starting lineup just because he, he brings that defensive aspect. I don't think Calhoun has yet. Um, I loved Calhoun last night. You, you could just tell he's got a different level offensively. He's a super fluid athlete. He looks more athletic than he did at Juco last year. Yeah, I know. He looks quick. Mm-hmm. He's such a long strider. I wasn't expecting that. And then his shot's just consistent. It's not like with PJ where depending on where he shot from is a little bit different. It's the same shot every single time. That's huge for a guy that, you know, he was two or four from three last night. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he takes four to five threes a game coming off the bench. I, I, I don't think he starts, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, instead of 15 minutes, he starts seeing 20, 25 minutes a game. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think he sees, you know, starter minutes, but maybe doesn't start. Yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll be like the last few six months we've had with Fiondu and, mm. and Patrick Williams last year. He's, he's going to be one of the most important players on this team. Another guy that's probably not going to get as much recognition recognition as he should, Raekwon Gray, was amazing last night. Mm-hmm. Especially defensively. When he was not in the game, you could see that they weren't as good defensively. It, and you could see it in the advanced, like the advanced stats. He had a defensive rating of 54 or 56, which the average is 100, which means you allow 100 points per 100 possessions. And he had 54, which is unreal. Um, he ended up with four steals, a block, he was flying all over the court on he the was. defensive side. And I like that kid. I watched that kid play last year in person a couple times. Mm-hmm. I really do like that kid. Like he, I, I, his hustle. He has a lot, a lot, a lot of hustle. He, he cares. He likes to. He wants to win. His effort shows that he wants to win. And he's playing confidently. There were times last year, especially in conference play, when his shot wasn't falling, you, you could see he wasn't as confident. He didn't care. He was missing shots last night, but he was going at it on both ends of the floor, attacking the glass, attacking – on defense, he was amazing last it was night. Everywhere, and on, then on the flip side, MJ put up an offensive rating of 196, which means he was scoring <laughs> 196 points for 100 possessions. That's insane too. <laughs> um, there's no way either of those two stats keep up throughout the season, but you know, it, it's a good first sign for a first game when they haven't played in nine months. And for MJ, that's usually the the case for him is that that doesn't happen until a few months into the season, right, Austin? I mean, he's a guy that usually well, you have to. It takes a little while for him to yeah, kind of heat bit. up. Yeah, he, he's, he's one of those guys. He's a rhythm guy. He always has been. When he's in rhythm, he's really hard to stop. But you could see a little bit towards in con- a little bit later in conference play last year that he was getting more consistent game through game. He's starting out with a 17-point, four-rebound game. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to score 17 every game, but you know, 13 to 14 a game, I'd be really happy with that from him. Those threes were gorgeous. They were. Going, and going back to Raekwon Gray real quick, I, I thought he looked like he was in the best shape – since he's been in Tallahassee last night. I mean, he yeah. looked really good. He was quick, I, I'm, too. You know, when he first came in to, to Florida State, he had to redshirt that first year to really get in the shape needed to, to play college ball. And you can just see the the improvements that he's made year by year with, with his conditioning. And, yeah. Uh, that that he, came to a full point to me last night. I was watching him. I was like, man, he really looks like he's in shape. He could barely dunk when he got he first got on <laughs> campus because he was so overweight. But you could, I mean, you saw it in that dunk last night. He got off the floor with ease and had plenty of room to spare, which is something you didn't see when he was redshirting. Mm-mm. No, I, I'm yeah. up there with Dustin too. I agree. Now, I think he's he's now a guy you can rely on to play those big minutes. You're not going to worry about him tiring out as much as you would have before. 
Yeah, and, and even if he does tire out, you've got Malik, Malik Osborne yeah. off the bench now I mean, who you've got does not run out of energy. <laughs> what are your thoughts on, on the bigs? What are your thoughts on um, Austin real quick? I mean, he only played eight minutes, and someone texted me earlier. He looked like Chris Kamaji out there, which, oh, you know, oh. can, can be good and bad. Oh, on TV, <laughs> yes. Oh, he looked TV, just yes. like Kamaji. You know, he's this tall, lanky guy that kind of didn't know what he was doing. Very long. He's massive. Yeah. Um, but you, you could tell that he missed a lot of time. Um, he didn't get to campus until like mid-September, then missed a lot of time with COVID quarantines and conditioning programs. He really didn't start practicing until three, four weeks ago. So he's still getting caught up. I think by the time we hit mid-February, mid-January, I, I think he'll be a solid player for Florida State. The staff's been really impressed by him in the limited practices they've had. So I wasn't surprised that he played how he did. Um, at least we got great play out of Balsha. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like in in the meantime, while he comes along, you've got also Raekwon and Malik Osborne to to fill the gap. So I don't think Florida State should be worried about their big their big rotation. I'm really looking forward to seeing how Balsha plays against Indiana next week. Because yeah, it's one thing to do it against UNF, but you know, next week you're going against one of the three or four best post players in the country and Trace and Jackson Davis or Trace Jackson Davis at Indiana. That's gonna be a real test for him. If you can hang up physically in that game, you're gonna look for a really, really great season, not just from Balsha, but Florida State. The Gardner-Webb game has now been rescheduled for December 21st. Would you rather have – I saw a lot of discussion on Twitter and the Discord. Would you rather – would y'all rather have the game another – like this game happen before Indiana or y'all find just jumping from this last game last night to Indiana? I, I'd rather have it – I'd rather have it Saturday, honestly. Just, just so you can get these guys back into gameplay or game motions mm-hmm. instead of you play one game and now you're off a week. Yeah. I'd rather have this one game where these guys are getting used to shooting in the gym again against a team that's not wearing garnet and gold. True. Sure. I agree. Yeah, like uh, you said, I'd much rather be playing Gardner Webb right now because it just it gives this team another game to really get in sync with one another and the coaching staff to figure out which rotations are working the best, moving into a game against – a team that's that's going to be really tough, but at the same time, you know, Florida State's motivated for revenge after what we saw last season in Assembly Hall, and I think they're going to be ready on Wednesday night. It's going to be it's going to be a fight. I agree. Are we previewing it now? Or are we going to do a separate podcast for that? Probably separate one for okay. that game. Yeah, we'll probably do something separate on that one for sure. Uh, just to end off too, after that basketball segment, just to end it off, just a quick question from you guys, obviously for Florida state football side of things, their next two games are against Duke and wake forest. We'll be back on here on at least Thursday to preview the Duke game, but real quick from you guys, record predictions to end off the season between Duke and wake forest. What are y'all's picks on that? Does Florida state go two and oh, one, one, oh, and two, one, one. What are you guys' predictions on that? Well, since everyone's being shy, 0-2. Oh, well, there's Funzie Austin. Austin, also, real quick, <laughs> what, 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 is that like a uh, like a man behind you? What is going on? It's an um, like <laughs> album cover. You got guys on your walls and stuff? It's an What's album. It's here? a signed album cover. Relax. Uh, uh, where's the signature? Can someone please find that? It's, it's hard to see it because it's like right here on the black part. Don't okay. rub his beard. Don't do that. Stop. Stop touching his face. Stop it. Stop it. You could have just pointed. I don't ever want to be made fun of that I have beer 
delicious beer, I should say, Les, before you say anything. Well, the, reason, the reason I had to change my delicious. stuff, I was, you know, that used to be my background, the home of the Seminoles. I know, everybody's switching up everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm having surgery tomorrow, so I had to reorganize my entire oh, room gee. so I could get out of bed. Uh, well, best of luck to Austin tomorrow, has yeah. surgery. We, uh, I take it back, rub his beard again for good luck. Need <laughs> <laughs> a recovery, my, my guy. It shouldn't yeah. be too bad, honestly. Hey, yes, we'll be here there'll, for you. There'll be a ton of basketball content coming, that, trust me. Side, sign me up, and I think all the fans are ready for it. But uh, who wants to go next? Florida State versus Duke and Wake Forest. Initial record predictions for that. One and one. Okay, a little bit more optimistic here from Los. But who they beat? Who they beat? They beat Duke. Yeah, Lose to those de- de- demon deacons. Good. What do you What do you got, uh, Dustin? Well, I'm one and one as well. One and one. Okay. One I think I think Florida State is gonna edge it out against Duke, but we'll see. Maybe I'm just being too optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> was Nate talking, or could we not hear him? I thought he has been saying some stuff, but I cannot hear him. Uh oh! Oh no! The mic went out again. He's been talking for like a while for <laughs> a little bit. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I haven't heard him. I haven't Wait, heard Nate, Nate since put basketball. Up, put up! <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. oh, there we yeah, go. We he hear is. him. We hear him. Oh, he's back no, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Just hold it up. Just hold it up. Just put up the uh, hands for us. You there? There we go. We there? There. Say it quick. <laughs> oh, he said one and one. I heard one and one. <laughs> he, said, he said one and one. I just went out. I think here the spear. We got to get sponsors. We got to get some new mics in here. We might need to yeah. send him a care package. Logan. I know. I know. I know. We got to. We got to get that going. Um. But yeah, that's all. I just want to ask that real quick. I'm gonna go. Oh God! I'm gonna go one and one too. Optimism. Optimism is always key. Half glass full is my it's a fickle thing. It's sad when one and one is optimism. I know, and it's against Wake Forest too that I'm it's predicting. Duke and Wake Forest for saying one and one. That's optimism. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you now, Nate. Uh, one and one. One and one. Who's it again? <laughs> <laughs> beat Duke, lose a Wake. Yeah, yeah. Fun time. We all agree gonna there. Duke, we're gonna lose to Wake. Wake, Wake, Wake's gonna beat us. Two straight yeah. years of losing a wake. What have we come to? And I'll say I lost a wake one time. It's all right, man. This is <laughs> it is not all right. It is wake for it. Not <laughs> <laughs> lost to NC State sixteen seventeen, man. See, I mean, fuck least, that game, man. Gotta yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to talk game. about the game, but at least NC State has a good player here and there. Uh, Jay Garcia Ooh. has decommitted. I'm from saying USC. here and there, like they, oh. they've had players in the past. I'm not saying True. right now. True. Uh, breaking news from our YouTube comments: uh, Jay Garcia has decommitted from USC. Four stars. Fun of, fun of oh, going to Miami. Yeah. Have fun so, of Miami. what does that do for Milton now? What does that do for him? That just continues to. He can go back to USC. To, to Hawaii. Or who? <laughs> <laughs> what if he just? Goes oh, oh, Milton now goes. Now you're saying Milton goes to USC. What if he just goes to Idaho? <laughs> oh, how about you know, you know, Jay Garcia has bus written all over him? Okay, he's got what four or five high schools now as a quarterback. Yeah, go to Miami. I went to four or five high schools. Look, look where you at. Look at you. You also spent seven years in college. <laughs> oh, damn, it was a long. Me. It was a long journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super duper. 
<laughs> and I'm actually proud, everybody. Let's give a hand, some applause for Nate and Carlos going through this whole episode with no no conflicts, no conflicts, no. That makes it boring. It doesn't yeah, talk it was, about me. Me, it was me and boring. Nate are really good friends. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know why you put us put us to against each other. Like we're enemies. Don't even start. <laughs> I agree. I just see Nate's point of view sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes Nate be talking outside of his neck. <laughs> That's what happens, you know. <laughs> Nate be talking wild as hell. <laughs> oh man, Jesus! Marvin. Christ. Oh God, let's all bring it back up again. Optics. Uh, optics. <laughs> 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 all right, we got to end it off. I'm just feeling the fire here for no reason. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Like Austin's been saying, the basketball coverage is going to start amping up even more. He's been in the back caves. That was fun to listen to his instant reaction there inside of our Discord. Guys, I think we had about 15 to 20 new Patreon members join in the last like 24 to 48 hours. Definitely go check it out if you want insider news and nuggets. Stuff that we talk about on here, we've already shared with our Discord or our Patreon members probably about a week ago. So, um don't miss out don't be the last to know be the first to know um, don't be last like war chant but uh make sure you go check that out patreon.com slash game day as always you can listen to this podcast on itunes google play youtube spotify if you're on any of those platforms make sure on the app or wherever you're at hit the subscribe button so then it will alert you every time we release a new episode we'll be back here on thursday night at 9 p.m eastern next week to preview florida state versus duke their last home game of the season and a lot of the guys here except for austin predicted florida state to win that game so if we're wrong on that then we should definitely cancel this show so everybody have a great rest of y'all's week have a great weekend and we will talk to you guys next week see ya Yeah.